Hi everyone, welcome to the Equip and Elevate podcast. This is a place where we want to help women to cultivate the courage to own their purpose, own their journeys and own their success. I'm your host, Ayanda Vanna, and each episode I'll be bringing you conversations with some dynamic and bold women. My goal is that through inspired conversations, you'll gain a new perspective and tools to thrive in your personal journeys, businesses and careers, and most importantly, to live a life of purpose and passion. Thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. This episode is brought to you by Salal. We've partnered with Salal for the next three episodes to bring you conversations that cover themes around mental health as part of Mental Health Awareness Month. Salal's vision is for every Salal user to experience true wellness because good health is the ultimate wealth. What excites us about this partnership is creating a safe and important space to talk about mental health and wellness. We hope that for the next three episodes, you'll learn from our guests on how they navigated their mental health and well-being in their respective journeys. On today's episode, I sit down with my dear friend Level, also known as Lady Lovebug. We speak about Adulting 101, how to survive being a young adult. We discuss why navigating your 20s is so hard due to life pressures, which often affect our mental health and well-being. We hope that this episode will serve as a space for you to know that you're not alone. We want to encourage you to breathe and be gentle with yourself. This is our letter to you to remind you that you've got this. And give yourself a space to make mistakes, learn, fail, and remember to be intentional about your wellness. We hope you enjoy our conversation and know that you have a community. Welcome to another episode of Equip and Elevate. Today we're doing something a little bit different because I have a special friend, lady in my life or not even in my life in this conversation. I had to bring you guys into my life because that's how it feels like every time I engage with her. I really wanted to do something different to speak about how you can survive being a young adult. I think as someone who's still in their 20s, you know, there's a lot that you have to navigate around and we wanted to have a conversation. So the only person that I knew, I knew for sure I wanted to have this conversation with is Lebu. You guys probably know her as Lady Love Bug. She's my heart. And we're going to have just an honest girlfriend conversation today. It's going to be slightly different. It's going to be... Yeah, I can already imagine because I know how our conversations are when we talk. And we're going to give you guys some of our lessons we've learned around navigating being a young adult or being in your 20s or being in your 30s, whatever that looks like. And hopefully you can apply that for your life. And even if you can't apply that for your life, I hope it's an amazing conversation to listen to, to say, ah, I relate to that. And I went through that. I actually, that's something I'm navigating. Mm-hmm. So welcome, level to Equip and Elevate. I'm so excited. Like, it's been long overdue. Yes. Like, it's been <laughs> happening, but it's not happening. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're friends. I mean, you know what? I'm always cheering you on, but it's, I'm nervous, guys. Why am I nervous? <laughs> but I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Guys, when I say level and I spend so much time laughing and having a, like, a good time, yeah. that's legit what we yeah. do. Um, I think... I appreciate you so much. I knew that this is the conversation I wanted to have with you Um, because outside corporate, outside business, outside building things, we're also human. You're navigating relationships, you're navigating your finances, you're navigating 
just different things. And I yeah. think I wanted to have a conversation that I would have with a girlfriend. Yeah. You know, and I knew that this is exactly how I wanted this. We have them every day. We have them every day. So not, why not share one? I, yeah, you know, <laughs> or have multi, the multiple conversations broken down and a snapshot of Definitely. that. So, friend, let me get started on this one. Um, and, you know... Even though you're not, you haven't been out of your 20s in for a very long yeah, time. Yeah. You know, because you're still like. Yeah. Yo, guys. You're I'm still, still young. You're still <laughs> young. <laughs> how, were you, how was it experiencing your 20s? Um, how did you find navigating that? I made a lot of mistakes. I feel like I made a lot of mistakes. And not mistakes as in like um, detrimental to my life yeah. or anything. But in terms of sometimes I feel I would be further than I am right now mm. in my 30s if maybe I had certain disciplines mm. uh, and um, so a certain type of obedience sure. in my 20s. Mm. But at the same time, I then also learned that it's a time to make mistakes. Mm. When will you make mistakes if not then? Mm. You know, because there's a lot of learning and there's a lot of unlearning you have to do in your 20s. Um, as long as I don't, I don't go back to the same mistakes. Yeah. Uh, particularly, I think, around career choices, around yeah. work, around business. I think my mistakes fell more onto that end yeah. rather than... Life choices. I was, I was, I was somebody that was really afraid of a lot of things. Mm. Um, fear was a was a big thing with me, mm. so I was afraid of going there. I was afraid of doing that. I was, I was afraid of boys. I was afraid of, you know. There's a lot of things I was afraid of, so they kept me. That kept me from a lot of things, mm. but at the same time, I was very bold with the other things where. I want my life to be here. I want to have this when I'm 30. Yeah. So they are plunged in. But life lessons, I held back sure. a lot. And now I'm less fearful than I was. And mm. I think fear dominated my 20s more than anything. Sure. And why would you say it's hard to navigate your 20s? Because I know, like, for me, when I look at navigating being a young adult and I think of... Um, some of the reasons why and why it's so hard. Yeah. I think part of it is because you don't really know yourself, what you think you know yeah, yourself. Yeah, true. So you make decisions from a space of, I know myself, but I'm actually trying to figure myself out. And then you yeah. make a decision yeah. and then you realize that actually I'm still learning who I am. And yeah. I, I mean, I often get asked by young girls, like, I want to get married now. Yeah. And I'm like, wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> relax. Relax. <laughs> You know, they're like, I'm not finding someone. At the time you're 23, I'm like, he's not coming. I'm exactly. like, he's 23. Hey, hey. You know, and I remember even my mom saying, wait, yeah. you know, when I yeah. first wanted to get married. But I think we, we're trying to achieve so many things. We're trying to reach mm. certain milestones because mm. there's so much noise around yeah. by 30, you have to, to have, have, this. have achieved this. Yeah. You have, should have, have bought a house, yeah. married, have at least one kid. Able. All these different things. Yeah. You should have progressed in your career. You yeah. should have had a business that's running. And then you realize that you still have 30 years to go before you retire. Yep. And why the rush, you know? Yeah. So I think for me, the reason why I think your 20s are so difficult is that you don't know yourself, but you think you know yourself. You make decisions yeah. and you realize I actually didn't know myself. Yeah. And I didn't allow myself to, I didn't allow myself to be patient enough with yeah. myself to actually understand what do I want, mm. you know? And if I don't mm. get it now, it's okay. Hey, yeah. You know, this is part of the journey, part of the process. I don't have to, you know, try get to that level of, 
achieving certain yeah. things by a certain yeah. age yeah. Um, because society says I should achieve that, but rather being patient with myself, yeah. being kind with myself. And gentle. I think being gentle, I yeah. think that's something that I... I would say that's so hard. We're not gentle with ourselves. No, we are super, super hard on ourselves. And I think it also stems from social pressures. Yeah. Of seeing friends having this, friends achieving this. Um, my friends are getting married. Yeah. My friends are having babies. Oh, my friends are climbing the corporate ladder. My friends own big, big businesses. But the truth is my mom always says, you don't know if somebody sleeps at night. Mm. So that's why you need to stop comparing yourself or mm-hmm. wanting what the other person has. And I think in our 20s, we, 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 we're looking, mm. we're looking on the sides behind us, in front of us, who's where, mm. and you're trying to either get ahead of the next person or mm. you're trying to be where they are, yeah. which is our big problem. And we don't, we don't understand that life is a process. It's, a, it's, 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 it's not microwavable. It's not yeah. three minutes, yeah. you know, and we're a generation of microwaves. Yes. We want everything. Instant. It must Put happen now. now. And that's it. And then that's why we fall into depression mm. and certain anxieties. Because we either feel we're not good enough, um, we're not worthy. Because mm. um, everyone around you seems to have it together in their 20s. I see on Twitter these days, 23-year-olds, 24-year-olds saying, I bought my first home. And you're thinking there, eh, <laughs> how did you, like, tell did us you where you got the last year? <laughs> Two exactly, months ago. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's those things. That say, how are they doing that? We Then we end up making the most flimsy mistakes. Mm. We end up making really petty mistakes because I want to be where Ayanda is. Yeah. I want what Ayanda yeah. has. And I mean, we went to the same schools. We did the same things. Mm. We're the same age. Why can't I? So 20, in, in my 20s are very hard to navigate because you feel like you should be somewhere because of your peers. Yeah, that's so good. And I think what also has added to this layer of instant is social media, oh. right? So people show a glimpse of their life, yeah, a but, highlight reel yes. of their lives. And, you know, I before you look at, oh, Beyonce was not accessible. So even yeah. if she had the big mansion, you yes. didn't care, it was yes. Beyonce. Yes. But now your 25-year-old person that you went to school with is snapping a photo of buying a Merc. And then you're sitting there and you're yeah. like, shucks. Yeah. Me, I am still trying to buy my first car. I'm That's still trying so to true. buy my, my, my yeah. first property. And I have this, here's another 25-year-old doing all these things. So you live in this space of comparison. You live yeah. in this space of, how can I get that thing now? Mm. You know, mm. that instant mm. now. And not allowing yourself again, being part of, yeah. allowing yourself to go through the journey to get to where you need to get and being patient with yourself. So true. And being gentle with yourself. So I think social media also in its own has added another layer. And it's a we, problem. As a generation, <laughs> I worry about, like, I mean, I have a 17-year-old brother and I think about when I can see the issues right now, yeah. I'm like, yeah. how? Yeah. What's going to happen in his t- when yeah. he's my age, you know? Because mm-hmm. already it's such a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and I'm also feeling like you're not getting to where you need to get to because of what you're mm-hmm. seeing when mm-hmm. someone is snapping yeah. a small part of their life. And you don't know how that person got what they You're got. literally seeing 15 seconds, if 15, not 30. Yeah. You, that's all you're seeing. And you've compared your whole life to 15 seconds of somebody's life mm. that you saw that was probably going great on just that day. Oh, yeah. you don't even know, mm. you know? Um, I think there's a line Drake has in one of his songs that um, uh, you go posting pictures that uh, uh, you took a long time ago. Yeah. And people think that's your current situation. Sure. And that is not your current situation. Yeah. You were there like 
maybe a year ago, two years ago, mm. and people were like, oh, she's living the life. No, I'm probably out here crying my eyeballs out because yeah. it's not going accordingly. Yeah. So 20s are very hard to navigate because we have so much social pressures of where we need to yeah. be. And to a certain extent, I think we were a bit more fortunate mm. in our 20s than now because then, like you're saying, there wasn't the reels and the, mm. and the TikToks and you know, you weren't seeing somebody eat out every day. Yeah. You know, you didn't even know what people were doing. It was on you that to say, okay, my friends at school, are, uh, parents are driving this. They have that. They're taking them to these mm. varsities. I'm not going to varsity. I'm not doing this. Yeah. So those are our social pressures yeah. or pressures. But now it's even gotten even uglier. Mm. And I think maybe just talking about like relationships. How was your experience navigating relationships? What are the lessons you've learned from family to to, yeah. to friendships yeah. how was that for you <laughs> oh how is the journey because it's a it's a it's a growing it's journey. A growing i journey. mean we just had to talk about setting boundaries which yes. has been like something that yes. i'm learning because yes. i'm just like yeah as someone who struggles setting boundaries mm. to my detriment mm. right you want to shop for everyone you want to be there i remember speaking to a friend this week and i said Everyone just wants something from, from me. me. Yeah. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know how to yeah. give all that yeah. to everyone. And and then and, and just having this thing of one thing that I'm struggling with right now of trying to understand is how do I set boundaries in my friendships? How do I set boundaries, yeah. you know, in at work, mm. relationships, you know? Yeah. I'm that person who I just want to, I want you to know that I'm there for you mm. and I'll show up regardless, mm. you know? And if I can't show up for you, I'll make it a point for you to know that I'm there. Yeah. And that sometimes is also still requires effort. Yeah. And in time, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 then so having to navigate around setting boundaries, yeah. you know. I mean, level just a quick one. She's someone you can call at eleven, she'll answer. Definitely. Um, you can call at any time, she'll answer. Sometimes I'm like, I can hear her Ulu in the background. That's her husband. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I feel so bad. <laughs> you know? He's so used to it yeah. right now. Like, so I'm just like, even having to navigate yes. around those boundaries. Yes. To be like, okay, this is my alone time. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. how was it for you navigating, navigating relationships, even outside boundaries, just any yeah. way of yeah. how you've had to navigate around them? Funny enough, I'm still learning. Mm. I am still learning. I, I, we were having this conversation with a couple of friends yesterday to say, I overcompensate sometimes. Mm. And a friend said, have you noticed how sometimes your yes to something is your no somewhere else? Yeah. And you don't even know it. You might be saying yes to make somebody feel good at that time, Mm. but you're hurting another spot in your life, another place in your life for somebody that's being married. It's you're saying yes to everybody else and you're forgetting that you need time with your husband. So you're not saying no to your husband, but Mm. your actions are. Mm. And that is something I struggle with. I have a lot of yeses and actually a lot of no's to places that matter. So I'm trying to learn. I'm still learning. I'm still putting myself to say, you need to put yourself first. If I love me, if I take care of Mm. me and I have a boundary, I'm... it's easy for everybody else to love me, right? Yeah. It's easy to give off such a positive energy to everybody else, but it's going to take work. Mm. It's going to take me saying, uh-uh, 
Mm. I can't compensate with myself. Because when I don't set the boundaries, it's me compensating with my being. Yeah. It's me saying, I'll give you a part of this and I'll give you a part of that. And not knowing that I'm actually dying. Yeah. You know, there's a dying to self. There's a saying I always say, die to self. But let it not be to your detriment. Yeah. Don't die to self. And that is my detriment. Yeah. Even back then, I'd get hurt by friends. But I'll be the first one to say, let's just squash it. Let's leave it. But yet I wasn't at fault. Mm. And I just want us to move on and be happy. You know, um, family, I'd want the quarrel to end quick. Mm. You know, so if it, it has to, if I have to drive somewhere and I can't or I don't have the petrol, I'll, I'll hustle it so I can be there. Sure. You know, um, but then I realized that then I'm not happy. Yeah. At the end of the day that, oh, I shouldn't actually have done that. Look at me. I'm tired. I'm worn out. Or... Do they really love me? Do they really care for me? Mm. If I don't put out the olive branch, does this person really care? I think that's something that I've had to learn this year. And I had to be intentional about this. So I'm a pursuer. Yeah. Right. Um, I pursue people. And oh, you do. That's my sevens. And, and I, I realized that there were certain friendships where I was the only one who was making an effort. And I had to decide that if yeah. I pause... Will this person come back and realize that there's no friendship without me yeah. always yeah. reaching out, without me pursuing? Yeah. And I think for me, that's where I'm learning to let go of friendships because yeah. one of the things that I struggled with was like, I have so many friends. Yeah. But that's because in many instances, I was the constant pursuer. Mm. And me letting go and saying, actually, mm. let me s- see if this person will try to put effort mm. Outside of the effort I'm putting in. And if they're not, then yeah. there's no friendship. Because hey. it was a one-way pursuing kind of situation. Yeah. So I think for me, that's something I'm learning. That's yeah. for me. I'm just saying, actually, you know, we need to both show up to the party. And if when yeah. I fail, when I've not done the same, I'll apologize and say, friend, I yeah. haven't been that person for yes. you. Yes. But in instances where you're constantly pursuing, you're constantly putting yourself out there. Yeah. And being the person who's like working and putting mm. effort, I've made the decision that actually I'm good. Yeah. If they that is, there's no friendship. Yeah. You know. Sure. Um, because the friendship require it requires that work that requires that effort. Yeah. Um, and if it's not there, then it's okay. It and really think, is. And and I think one thing I would like to say to someone, and that's something I've learned. Um, I learned this, you know. That friendships that can also be seasonal. That God can also place certain people in your lives. To place, to, pl- to, to get you or learn a certain learn lesson. Learn a lesson and let them go. Yeah. 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 Letting go of friendships yeah. is also a good thing for you. It's okay. It's okay. You'll mm. meet friends at a certain point in your life that might need to be in there for that yeah, specific thing. That's true. And you might have lifetime friends, which that's. You know, that's great, you know, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and not to say that there's some, yeah. anything wrong with that. Yeah, I agree. But I think for me, I have also have to learn that maybe that friend was for that season. Yeah. You know, maybe that's what I needed her. Yeah. Or when, that's how she needed me. That's so true. And for me to close that chapter, it's okay if we close this chapter and I move on to the next mm. bit, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something also in how I've never get a friendships and mm-hmm. something things I'm learning to yeah. say, it's okay to close chapters. It's yeah. okay to say this person, I have mm. closed this chapter. I mean, it's really, it's like friendships are very tricky. I think one thing I've learned is I'm a fixer. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm a fixer, which is can be very bad because then, then you guys make up with your other friends and then I'm left in the <laughs> Let me say this. She said that she you said, said that. that. You said. <laughs> and you I know? was like. And at that time I was there to say, Ayanda, so-and-so said this mm. and they didn't like this. Da, 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 da. Go sort it out. And then I'm at the next friend to say, she didn't like this and that go sort it out. Yeah. And then you guys actually do sort it out. And then I'm left cold. Yeah. And that had, that was, that's something I've learned not to do. Or be in, like really intentional to say, I'm going to shut my mouth and they're going to figure their way <laughs> out of this. And it's something I did a lot earlier in my twenties, mm. later in my twenties. And until I lost really close friends of mine, because mm. that's what I do. And then to them, it seems like, oh, you're being messy. Mm. But I'm not being messy. I want you guys to sort it out. And you know, I'm a very straightforward person. And I realized that I can't do that. I'm not God. Mm. I'm not God. I'm even learning it in my in my marriage. That some things are beyond me. Yeah. I'm learning it with having married friends. That some things you can only sit people down and say, try talk about it, try sort it out, mm. and then leave. You're not God. Mm. You know, I want to save you. I want to heal you, but at the end of the day, I am not God. Mm. I can't do all those things. Um, uh, I've learned now and I'm still learning, even though it's tough, I need to bite my lip to say, why don't you just talk to her? Let me call her mm. and say, but I have to remind myself that, no, these two people are two grown adults. Yeah. They're grown. And if they don't want to save their relationship, that's not on me. Yeah. I can try say, come guys sit down, speak and leave mm. you guys in the room. But that's as far as I should go. Mm. I shouldn't try um, go any further or deeper into solving it. And I think now in my 30s, I'm now learning that you can't save everybody and you yeah. can't fix everything. Yeah. And this saver mentality, hey, I think it like I think that's also something that we sort of found ourselves drowning because you're yeah. trying to be a savior for everyone. Yeah. Um, I think at work we like to say that we, we don't believe in superheroes. <laughs> don't come with a superhero That's mentality. That's good. Where you think you can be everything for everything because you're going to yeah. crash and, yeah. or something's going to fall behind because yeah. you're trying to be that person. Mm. But speaking about work, um, I want to get to one thing that you said that the lessons yeah. around yeah. navigating around your career choices yes. and yes. basically that journey. Yeah. How was that for you? Um, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. I've always been that person from from primary into high school and had a, such an amazing support system. My, my dad and my mom are crazy supportive. They'd put in money in every little business idea. Um, I've tried to a point where it's never come back. And yeah. even now as an adult, I'm like, I owe them so. <laughs> you know, I yeah. owe them so much. Um, I've always just been not afraid to start. Mm. I think that's why even when I made the big mistakes, it's like, oh my gosh, mm. I made that. I shouldn't have done that. That was impulsive. Mm. And I've learned not to be impulsive, but it actually filtered into the fear I have of my personal life mm. that you're not fearful there. How about you take some of that energy and put it in here? Yeah. You know, but I, it's, it's the most fulfilling journey. Mm. Um, you get to be you, you get to try, you get to fall, you get to pick yourself up. 
Mm-hmm. What sucks about it is that you broke most of the time. Mm. You're an entrepreneur and everyone thinks, oh, I just got a business. But no, I don't have money. I'm trying to get by. I'm trying to build something. Yeah. And I've... I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. I've always wanted to build something. Yeah. I've always wanted to solve a problem. The fixer thing comes back again yeah. into my business life. In my career choices, I've never, I've never wanted to work for anyone. I don't, I don't think I have the humility mm. sometimes. I don't think I have, I, I, I don't have it in me to, you know, I don't know, just sit in an office mm. and do something I'm, I'm a creative at heart yeah so i always want to create i always want to it's like a lego yeah. i always just want to build and change it around if i want to and that's been me i see myself as a lego lego pieces my life are just it's a lego piece and that's that's it that's business for me yeah and i've gone in and i've failed a couple mm. of times and i've taken my parents money gosh i've taken their money so many <laughs> times that's why when they hit me with expectations of what they want from me i'm like i can't run away from this <laughs> yeah. you know but i've just i've just always been that person mm-hmm. always been a business per entrepreneurial person at heart and it's failed it's failed and it's got me down where i'm like i just need to go find a yeah. job <laughs> just go find and a sometimes job. it's okay it's okay so i th- yeah i mean i think for me one of the things that i've maybe i want to go first let me ask you this and then i will go into my journey what lessons would you give for someone who is saying, I am on, uh, I'm on my journey of building? What yeah. are those lessons for you that you've taken away? I think in your journey of building, you need to allow to also be led mm. first. Mm. I think we think we can just start businesses. We think we can just do things. But you need to learn from somewhere. You need to see it somewhere. Yeah. You need to take instruction from somewhere. And I think maybe most of the times that's why maybe sometimes some things don't work or some businesses don't um, rise up to the expectation mm. you've put on it because you don't want to submit to anything mm. or you don't want to submit under anyone. And even though you're an entrepreneur or a business person at heart, you need to submit to some something or yeah. somebody yeah. to learn. Yeah. Let somebody else lead so one day when you're successful in whatever endeavor you take, you can lead. Mm. And I think a lot of businesses lack good leaders, you know. Um, and you can learn from somebody who's in a nine-to-five, Yeah. you know, just because they don't have uh, the business or they're not starting something, they don't have any skills to impart in you. Mm. Let them teach the, you their managerial mm. skills. Let them teach you how to run something. They might not be their corporation, but they're running five people, 10 people, 20 people, whatever Mm. the case may be. So one of my biggest lessons actually is learning to submit to a certain person and a Mm. certain authority for me to be able to be successful in my own. I think that is just the biggest lesson. And other than that, it's okay to fail. Yeah. It really is. It is okay. My dad always used to say without failing school or in my businesses and he'd say failure just means Fail just means fail a first attempt in learning. Mm. Was your first attempt? Mm. You were not gonna get it right. It's okay. Yeah. You check how many people fail a daily in life. Mm. I'm your father. I'm not perfect. Yeah. I fail. You see my businesses and you think, oh, he did that overnight. No, I went through the most mm. to get here and still to keep it here. I'm going through the most. Yeah. You know. So I had to learn that. I can't be afraid to fail. Yeah. That's I'm good. learning. 
Yeah, I love that. Failure. I think having a re- healthier relationship with failure is so important. Mm. And I think if you can master that in any stage in your life, whether you're in your 20s or you've graduated from that yeah. stage in your life, but having a healthy relationship with failure is something that I'm learning. Yeah. And, and I'm actually learning to accept and welcome failure, sure. you know. Um, and I think that also in itself is healthy yeah. because you will fail in life, right? Um, and I think for me, when I look at my journey, the work I do right now is work that I could have never imagined for myself. I could have never dreamt to say, one day, this is what I'm going to do. I want to work with funders. Mm. I'm going to work with farmers. Mm. We're going to come up with financing solutions for yeah. them in the fintech yeah. space. Yeah. I could never articulate that. Yeah. That is not something that when I went to law school, I yeah. thought about. That's yeah. nothing that I could have imagined for myself. And I think for anyone that's in a space where you feel like you don't really know what you want for your life yeah, yeah. or you know you want to, you know you're going to study something um, and then you find yourself doing something different. It's okay, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to be in the space you're in. I think for me, when I look back to saying that I've always wanted to do something impactful, I've always yes. wanted to do something that links to purpose, you yes. know. And that's exactly what I'm doing. And whether... You can do that in different spaces, not to say you only True do story. that in, in, in you, it only exists in one space, but you can do it in different spaces. But one thing that I would say to someone who feels like doors are being closed everywhere, you feel like there's no plan B yeah, or there's no where you at is not making sense. And sometimes yeah. it's not making sense. It's okay to reevaluate and say, yeah. actually, this is not working for yeah. me. But honestly, I think this whole thing that I'm going to keep saying, be patient with your journey. That is the thing. Patience. Patience with your journey is so important because everything for me I felt has just led to where I am right yeah. now. And I'm still learning because I'm still in mm. my 20s. Mm. But more than anything for me, it's really saying that being patient with yeah. my journey because everything I've learned has led to yeah. where I am right now. Yeah. And I know that in the next season, yeah, it might look different. Yeah, bro. You know, it might look different. And sometimes when doors are closed, mm. it, when doors are closed, Grace is coming. And I've seen that. Yeah. You know, I've seen that. I've seen God come through in such a crazy Babe, way. Babe, you walk with God. I don't <laughs> like if you, <laughs> you walk with God. Let's just leave it there. Uh, um, I've seen him just, you know, in, in moments when I'm just like, Lord. Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I don't have a, a plan B. And yeah. sometimes God, God being your plan B is enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think for me, that's also saying that if God closes a door for a time of rest, allow that to. And if you're hey, in a space where hey. you can afford to be in a, because I know it's a luxury, it's a privilege, yes. you know, for you to be in a space of rest. I was telling a friend that, friend, you are qualified, you've got the experience, you're not getting a job, and you've had a f- hectic five years, and you're in a financial position where you're stable, mm, right? Mm. Maybe God is saying rest. Yeah, but That's maybe why he's not opening these opportunities yeah. for you. Maybe yeah. that's why you keep going to interviews, and but God is saying rest and find yourself mm. it's been traumatic that's yeah. something that i learned that in your journeys in corporate or journey in business you can actually experience a lot of trauma yeah. and not trauma from a once-off incident i mean we're gonna have a psychologist later on she's mm. gonna speak about this but ongoing events yeah. or moments yeah. that lead to that trauma yeah and maybe god is calling you to heal in that time he's yeah. saying true 
I've aligned everything yeah. where it might be provision because a, that's a reality. Mm. We can't now say rest and there's yeah, no money true, coming in, you true. know, rest is not going to pay bills, yeah. you know, but if you're in a space where you do have all those things lined up and sometimes mm. it's a matter of just resting and saying, God, I want to hear your voice again. Very important. You Very know, important. I want to hear you again because I got so sucked into this world. And I think for anyone, just to wrap up this um, conversation around careers, I think your journey in corporate, which is something that I wish I had known for myself, yeah, is that you are valuable. Yeah. That you're not there by chance. Yeah, you're not there by accident. You're not there because someone's doing you a favor. You actually are qualified to be there. You are deserving to have a seat at that table. Yeah. And people have to get used to it. You yeah. know, we, and I remember someone said, we are here and you better get used to that, that we're here. We're not going anywhere. And I think because you might be a black girl walking to a space that yeah. says that you're not meant to be in that space, yeah. you sometimes feel like you are being done a favor. Mm. You're not being done a favor. You know, you're not being done. You're, you need to be there. That's where you, you have to, to be. be. There. So yeah. if you are navigating corporate, if you are in that space and you enter in corporate for the first time and you have imposter syndrome, I think it's just so important to remember that you bring so much to that mm. conversation. You bring so much to mm. what you are called to be in that space more than anything. Because so something that I know for I struggled with was thinking I was not worthy enough to be in that space. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, these people are blessed to have me. <laughs> Damn, I'm so cool. You know, like I was just telling a friend yesterday, she's like, yeah, friend, I just need to network. And I'm like, girl, you need to walk in there thinking you're the best thing. Because that's how you network. You can't exactly. be networking at a exactly. place of like at mercy, you're yeah. right? You need to say, even though you don't know something and you're learning, you must act like you do know yeah, it. Yeah, you like, need to be like, I remember Zizi said at the, at the event. Favor. Yeah, she's like, fave. She's yeah. like, pretend. You know In it. In that moment, you know it. You're walking, in, work, walking into that space and you need to own exactly. that space and know that you exactly. basically you are meant to be in that space. And I think sometimes with how society has been set up and I think we spend so much time in in those thoughts. Mm, and, and doubt. In, and doubt. Yeah. And then and, and being broken down to say, yeah. you don't need, you don't deserve to be in this yeah. space. Um, but really knowing that you are valuable that and you're so deserving true. and that you are equipped and you are qualified yeah. and you are skilled to be in that space and yeah. then walking with that kind of confidence. I think it even goes, sorry to cut you, I think it even goes with people, You the, sometimes you operate in a gift that you aren't even qualified for. Mm. It's just a gift. Sure. You didn't, you didn't study for this. Mm. You didn't go to school for it. You didn't, but you're just naturally just brilliant. Mm. And then you said this to me one day. You said to me, friend, you are good at this and you're going to own it. Mm. And you're going to run with it. And I had so much doubt. And just from that conversation we had, and I was like, I really am good at this. <laughs> like, yeah, Sure, that's so good. I think on that point, I mean, this is going to feed into the next point, And I want to hear this from you. What was the process of becoming more yourself, knowing yourself, um, expecting yourself, accepting yourself, sorry, accepting yourself and loving yourself? I think it the basis of knowing myself, accepting myself is all those fundamentals start at home mm. before the outside world. 
if I can be happy with who I am here with my mom, my dad, my sisters, mm. my husband, especially with my marriage, mm. I feel like I'm dealing with somebody else's child. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Somebody else's child. <laughs> Another background, you know? And but if I can be me in mm. that space and I can be accepted by someone who was once a stranger sure. and sees me as full and wholesome and okay, even in my mistakes, I can do that in my I can do that in the outside world. Mm. Salal knows that an increasing number of people are adopting holistic wellness lifestyle and seeking alternative solutions that go beyond what conventional pharmaceutical medicines can offer. Salal's range of mind and body nutraceuticals products range from products that can help you with a healthy mood balance, sleep stress, burnout, and anxiety. Salal's brand is widely prescribed by medical doctors and recommended by pharmacists. Remember to check out their websites, to check out their products. The link is available in the description box. So for me, all the fundamentals of being, of becoming, of accepting that this is who I am. I tend to be too fragile. I tend to cry a lot. It's okay. Yeah. Sometimes I just, I'm not okay. I'm not, and it's okay not to be okay. And he's okay with not, me not being okay. And I had to exercise those things. Knowing I can exercise them in the outside world. Mm. Now I can't be told less. Because if somebody else could accept me, and if my family is okay, because family can be very difficult. If they can be okay with who I am, not just because you're blood, mm. because this is just you, mm. I need to accept me as well. Yeah. I need to love me. Yeah. I need to be soft with me. Mm. I need to be gentle with me because Lebo's not going to change. Yeah. She's just going to get better. Yeah. That's it. I think for me, when you were speaking about being gentle with yourself, and I think this is so important because it is the month of mental health and we're speaking about mental health and Solal sponsoring this episode. But I think it's so important as a first exercise, and this is something that I just learned to see yourself first before you can be kind to yourself. Yeah. Do I, as I and as see myself, yeah. so I can be kind to myself. Yeah. Very that important. for me was like track back, mm. because you, we oft, often say, "I wanna be seen. I wanna be seen by this person. I wanna be seen." Sure. But do you see yourself? yourself. Like, do it's I? like as is born you know we don't see ourselves and i think for me the first bit of learning to love myself and accepting myself is to say i'm gonna see myself hey you know and and also like not only am i gonna see myself but also being okay with the fact that not everyone's gonna see me the same way and that's always been hard you know to say I want to be perceived a certain way. And that's something I've been struggling with actually now having a moment to say, I'm not going to do something because you might yeah. perceive me a certain way, not yeah. accept me yeah. for that. But I think in me choosing to love myself, yeah. me choosing to be, to accept myself is going back to the most important thing. See myself so that I can be kind to myself yeah. and I can be gentle with yeah. myself, right? And then that goes back to my mental well-being, managing expectations, of how mm. people perceive me. And mm. even if people perceive me a certain way, it's okay. That's okay. It's not on you. It's not on me. Mm-hmm. I don't have that control on how yeah. you 
perceive me as a person mm. and that's okay because sometimes we want to control narratives yeah, yeah. you know we want to take on the way people see us because you want to control that narrative but i think getting to a point of allowing people to perceive you the way they want to perceive you yeah but i think just going back to and now i'm deviating but going back to how important it is mm-hmm. for me to see myself and this is something i learned guys you're gonna listen to this episode <laughs> episode three um and to say man i need to see myself yeah and then that also leads to me loving myself accepting myself and i think one thing i read um the other day was that be yourself be everyone else is taken authentic be you, you. in like in dwelling in your specialness yeah. is so important loving yourself is so important because there is no other person but mm-hmm. you. You're trying to be someone else, but umbanu ayan. Who's 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 then going to be ayan? We don't share fingerprints. We don't share fingerprints. We also unique and yeah. have unique giftings, unique purposes. And I think allowing yourself to be in that kind of space has been so good for me. Sure. And I think that also one thing for even for your mental well-being and yeah. your mental health. Yeah. You know just and the understanding of how do i see myself and do i see myself it goes back to that thing that um perception perception and 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 perspective are very important mm. but it's it should start here mm. how do i perceive myself how do i see myself who am i sometimes it's just very good to speak to yourself that's why i like sometimes i i genuinely enjoy car rides alone <laughs> Cause my favorite. That's where I get to cry. Yeah. That's where I get to scream. That's where I get to sing out loud. That's where I get to speak to me without everybody thinking you're yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you speak to yourself, you're like, okay, people are probably thinking I'm on a phone. That's how I speak to myself. to myself. But you need to have conversations with yourself. You mm. need to. It's important mm. to to navigate anything around in life to say before walking into a room if you're nervous just to say i can do this mm. i've got this walk in you know whether it's a fight with somebody you love okay before we're going to discuss or whatever squash whatever i'm coming in there with humility mm. um a very good heart posture to receive anything that's given to me or sure. said to me. I'm it's not personal because mm. why I am not that person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an, it's very important to have conversations with yourself. Like I think for me I love guys anyone knows this I can take a drive for 3 hours. Oh friend you with do. With no music. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's silence. Yeah. So my driving yeah. in the my best time to think is in the car with best. no music. Nothing. Mm. If I want to cry, I want to cry. I remember this, and like this week has been really tough. And I think I was crying, and I could see there was a guy on the road. <laughs> he, I mean, he was a young boy. He was crossing the road. He was like, "Lord, we are color. Who color, lad? Like, is this person crying? What's <laughs> his problems?" <laughs> I could see the kid was like so confused, yeah, and he's looking man. and he's like walking oh, past me. And and I and I really thought my also another safe space i have mm. is my car yeah you know yeah um i mean I that's the toilet it's the toilet actually Love the yeah. car rides but the toilet the toilet's a safe space it's so quiet it's so quiet <laughs> without relief or knocking without relief. <laughs> yeah um and 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 i really just appreciated what the, my car has cre- created hey. for me hey. um that safe space of sure i can think and dream 
Mm. I can sit there and be sad. Mm. And it's also my moment of just reflecting. You know, sometimes yeah. you just reflect. Yeah. And sometimes my t- moment of ideation, of yeah. coming up with ideas to say, this is what we're going to do, yeah. you know. Um, but I think those moments of speaking to yourself are so important. Yeah, um, very. And exercising those moments and feeding back to like, I think someone, I remember even in the Bible, Paul says, I think myself happy. Mm. Sometimes you need to tell yourself mm. and not to say we don't want to erase the medical condition mm. that you might have from yeah. maybe depression and all the different things because those are really valid points yeah. and valid things and you need to seek, get help yeah. in that position. But another exercise is I think myself happy. Sure. I think myself happy. You know, Love and that. Paul says that. Love it. And I think for me is telling myself that it's okay to be happy in this moment which is not always easy yeah um and and to choose joy because joy is something just joy is not based on things happening yeah yeah. joy is based on it's consistent while it's happiness is like based on things happening i'm happy because this is happening and i think for me even getting to a point of how do i get myself to a point of joy and I think I was listening to Robin Sharma and he was speaking about get rid of people that steal away from your joy. Yeah. Get rid of the things that steal your yeah. joy. And I said to them like, man, there's some people bring yeah. joy in your life, yeah. but also steal from your joy. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you navigate around that? Yeah. You know, how do you navigate around someone who is there, who brings you so, so much true. joy, so but true. also steals from your joy. So it's always like, you like this, you're it's, it's almost toxic. You know, we are teka teka, you're like, yeah. Okay, you're this person. Yeah. But I thought to myself, I think that for me has also been important. It's mm. part of loving myself. You know, how do I get mm. rid of the things that steal from my joy? Sure. Because my joy has to be a consist- consistent yeah. tank. You yes, know? yes. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe, friend, just with this, I want to even go back to your wellness tank. Yeah. What does your wellness tank look like? Sure, it's looking good. <laughs> it's looking good because I'm accepting the cries. Mm. I'm accepting the cries. I'm accepting that it's okay not to be okay. So the wellness tank is actually filling up that way. Mm. Indirectly so. Um, not to bestow and just say, I'm good. Mm. I'm all right. And I've accepted that silence is good if you're listening. Mm. A lot of people dread silence because they think silence is a point where you're just faced with so many of your issues and problems. I think that's why the lockdown was so bad for so many mm. people because now you're not able to escape and go to a party or go see people you love or whatever because now you're faced with whatever, with whatever. But the truth is that silence is good if you're listening and that's where God speaks mm. in silence. He doesn't speak in crowds. He doesn't speak in havoc. He doesn't speak, speak in times where he doesn't have your attention. Mm. And so with that being said, my wellness tank is looking good. Mm. I've accepted where I am. Mm. I am content. Mm. Like I said, my life is just a Lego house. Sure. And I am building brick by brick. And I've accepted my situations and accepted that this is where God wants me to be now. What is he teaching me? Sure. And I always say that if I'm going to go through something, Mm. I'm hoping that 
I will see the lesson learned later. Mm. I do not want, I think that's what scares me, that if I'm going through something and I'm not going to see the lesson, then mm. why did you take me through that? Why did I go through that? But I know because he knows, he knew me before I was. Mm. So clearly he knows that I was going to be here currently with this current situation. Mm. Therefore, that means I will get through and there is another side. So instead of fighting the struggle, instead of fighting what's going on, accept it. Mm. It becomes easier mm. i mean it's it's like skydiving you don't you 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 the you jumping uh and you're going against the wind and so but if you let go mm. you enjoy it yeah. but if you're tight you don't see the beauty yeah that is below you yeah you know so i i'm happy friend i'm at a i'm at a good place i've accepted where i am i am content and i'm building brick by brick mm. and everything that is coming that is of a blessing I, I everything that is here i've seen as a blessing mm. good or bad mm. that okay this sucks but i know you brother jesus mm. have got my back mm. you know so it's 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 at a good place um i'm happy i'm loving people around me i've set boundaries i'm setting boundaries yeah. I am learning to set those boundaries and not being scared to say, this is what I want. Mm. This is for me. I'm putting myself first in every area of my life. Family, marriage, motherhood. I am doing that. A healthy individual produces healthy parts of their life, yeah. all sectors. So I've, I, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm at a happy space with my wellness tag. It's filling up. It's not where I want it to be, mm. honestly. Mm. But like I said, Day by day, there's a new break. Yeah. There's a new change. I'm restructuring and I'm just, I'm content, man. Mm. And that's just what I, I'm learning that no one is above me. No one is below me. Yeah. But I am for everyone. I'm just going to love the people that love me. Mm. And like Robert Sharma said, there's things that don't bring me joy, even from a pillow mm. in its structure on a couch. If I don't like it, I'm going to remove it. Because yeah. it starts from the little things. Yeah. And I'm, I have learned that silence in my life doesn't mean God has left me. Mm. It doesn't mean my friends don't hear me or mm. see me. But sometimes it means that I just need to listen and I just need to discern. And in that way, slowly but surely, it keeps filling up. Mm, I don't know I how you it. feel. For me, I think for me, one of the things that I, um, I'm, I'm, I've always been like this, not to say I'm not, but I think being intentional about my wellness is becoming a priority. Sure. Um, and I mean, I've bought so many books. <laughs> That I'm gonna read. Because <laughs> I want to ask you started. <laughs> I read one chapter, um, and and I think just being intentional about my wellness has just been something that has just how does that look like? And I mm. think that it's from my decisions around friendships. Yay. It's my decisions about work. Yeah. My decisions around boundaries. Mm. Um, what am I learning for myself? My yeah. health. Yeah. You know, physical health. Yeah. Um, and that for me has been sort of my journey of saying, how do I become more intentional about mm. my wellness? How mm. do I become more intentional about how I feed that tank? You know, sure. how I um, sort of cre create that tank in my life, you know, so that it's not a spontaneous or oh, things are going bad in my life. Therefore, this is when I yeah, get yeah. certain help. But rather to say that 
how do I fill it up as I as I grow? Mm. And I think for someone as you're navigating through being a young adult, you don't really have a time to sometimes you yeah. It's very hard to stop and reflect because we're trying to chase, we're trying to build and there's some disappointment around your goals, not reaching certain yeah. goals. But I think something that I would say is that being intentional about your wellness mm. is part of the process, right? Mm. And I think whatever that looks like for yourself, for me, it's been the source things that I yeah. mentioned and how I can be more intentional about mm. that. Um, and also, like, I think maybe even to speak about this and to ask you on this, what are some of them? What was the most painful experience that you went through? Yeah. Right. That you would say that you would not take away from your journey. And what were those lessons learned? Funny enough, the most painful thing I've ever been through was at a very, very tender age. Very tender age. Not even in my 20s. I was a, I was a baby. I was a child. Mm. Um, when my dad got shot mm. and we had everything and we lost everything after that. My mom had to take care of us, be a caretaker to my dad, uh, be a mother, be a sister, um, mostly just hold up the family. And I carried that trauma throughout my life. Sure. I was afraid of losing. Mm. I nearly lost my dad. And I'd see his daily struggles on a, on, on, on a, on a constant when he came back home after the shooting and having lost everything, having people around me who had everything, who we were like, basically we, their families, my family were on the same level of life then to not having anything. And then having to see, having to see my family start over from nothing. For me, it's a trauma I've carried and I've been so afraid of and it's even hindered me from living. Mm. It's hindered me from living the way I should live. Mm. I'm now cautious with money. I'm cautious, not to say you shouldn't be, mm. but too cautious that I'm, I can't even enjoy my fruits yeah. my, of my labor. Because mm. I know at any moment, if anything were to happen, mm. it's gone. And there's literally a, not even a pool, literally like this much people that are going to carry you through that mm. like a bottle cap mm. that's that's how many people are going to try probably help you through a situation and i've carried i've carried that trauma i've carried the trauma of 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 see, he, seeing somebody heal but not heal mm. that what if that could be me mm. the fears i was talking about earlier the fear of losing the fear of having something too good to be true yeah and go away mm. hence i can't i think you're the maybe only person or maybe was with my sisters included that i'll tell something good and then i'll hope that it doesn't something doesn't happen so i got a deal so i must I tell ayanda mustn't i tell her must i tell my sisters no, 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 no. Let me know. Because I might just, they might just call me tomorrow and tell me, sorry. Yeah. Production canceled. Sorry. Campaign not working. So I can't celebrate the good things in my life because mm. I'm afraid of losing them because mm. of that trauma. Sure. So 
I am now, though, trying to say, even if you do lose, it's okay. Mm. Yeah. And it's not an easy thing to arrive at, to be like, even if you do lose, it's okay. Because sometimes, <sighs> I think that acceptance of failure is something that, or the acceptance of painful events. Yeah. You know, no one wants certain things bad things to happen they yeah. do happen um and sometimes you see your situation you think if if i had not gone through that painful experience would i be where i am yeah you know and 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 then you find that god is growing you during that time yeah. right he's yeah. using that experience to equip you yeah um for what's about to happen mm. um and he's behind he's going to equip you for the next mm. season mm. and and I think that's also important to allow yourself to be present, mm. you know, to allow yourself mm. to be not always thinking about what possible bad thing can happen because of my trauma. My life. You know, <laughs> which is exactly, I'm just like, you know, so you know, what thing could happen because of my trauma? Yeah. You know, the trauma that you've experienced that every situation kind of might go wrong because yeah. of your trauma. Yeah. But... I think that's something I'm learning. Your trauma person. friend, I want to know. My trauma. Yeah. Sure. So much trauma. That must be one. <laughs> like traumas don't go, like there's always, they always a build up of yeah. certain traumas. But, but I yeah. think I've experienced trauma from mine. I just realized it's just been like a gradual build. Mm, okay. So I've had moments, events mm. where it's like bang, accident, bang, this. Yes. But I think those gradual traumas, whether it be corporate, yes. um, whether it be relationships um, and having to now heal from those traumas. For me, that's been way, what's been hard. But I think one thing I was speaking about, my experience in corporate, you know, that's an experience I would not take away because it was part of And you say this all the time. I wouldn't take that away. And I think for me, that's whole thing about remembering. And I mean, this is something I learned that trauma can be accumulated through someone's, what someone said once. It doesn't have to be like a bam sexual harassment, but it could be a gradual yeah. over the, over the years, over that's the months. That's so true. Something small, yeah. accumulating. That for me, that is an experience that I would not take away because yeah. I feel like it did equip me to be like, what kind of leader do I want to be? So what true. kind of organization do I want to create for people? What kind of life do I want for myself? Mm. Is it healthy to be mm. always anxious? Hey. Like you can't sleep because tomorrow you're going to work. That's not healthy. That's not living. That's not life. Yeah. You know, that is not life. Yeah. I don't want a life like that. I actually, I'm okay if that's mm. my life, you know, and and saying I'm going to be intentional to be a better leader, a leader that's compassionate and sympathetic because I am, you know. Now because I'm in a new space doesn't mean that I have to change the type of person I am to assimilate Mm. to that kind of space. Mm. Everyone's cutthroat. Everyone's trying to be, I'm going to lead differently. When I reprimand you, I'm going to reprimand you with love. It might Mm. not always come across as that, but I don't want to lose the the essence of who I am as Mm. a person. So that experience taught me the kind of person I don't want to be, yeah. right? And I think it's so important for my journey because I know where God is calling mm, me. Sure. I know where God is where God is leading me. Yeah. And in order for me to be in that kind of space, those lessons that I learned from there were important for that. Yeah. And I think that's why 
when you're healing from trauma or you're dealing with trauma, trauma. Mm. I don't have a, a, a an approach or yeah. a way to deal with that. But I think for me, what has helped me is recognizing yeah. sort of where that trauma came from and also re- giving language to mm. that experience. Because mm. sometimes mm. you don't really quite give language that so there was good. trauma, so right? Good. So giving language to that and say, how, where do I start in dealing with that? Where do I start in making sure that I am actually not being naive yeah. or being um, ignorant to the situation that my then I'm not ever dealing with my trauma mm. and it just accumulates until mm. a point where I crash, you know? Yeah. So for me, it's definitely that, but I, I know for sure, as I say that, I would have mm. not taken it away because of what I've learned, where I am, some of the changes I've made for yeah. my life. And so being intentional yeah. about how you lead, being intentional about how you work with people. Mm. Being in- um, I wanted to just say um, maybe just two closing questions. Something you wish you knew about mental health mm. in your 20s, about mental wellness in your 20s. That mental health is a real thing. Mm. We grew up in, we especially as black people, grew up when you, you, you couldn't be sad. You couldn't have mental issues because mm. therapy wasn't a thing, you mm. know. Um, I wish I knew that it was a real thing. And even around, people around me, mm. I could have engaged more have spoken more to say are you okay are you all right and so i'm very intentional every time with people around me how was your day are you okay yeah rather than saying okay i hope you're good and then moving on no sitting down and listening i wish i knew it was a real thing and i wish i knew that it's okay not to be okay mm. it's not a bad thing to cry it's not yeah. a bad thing not to want to talk to anybody mm. um it's it's okay to choose me. Mm. That no is actually good. No can be really good. And the rejections that I got in my 20s were not for my detriment, but for my good. Sure. Those, those closing were for your good. Yeah. They're for my good. And that not everything is, not everything has to be for now. Mm. When, when with whatever you do, think ahead. Mm. So how you treat people how you nurture relationships, mm. that is you s- storing, opening up a storehouse yeah. for yourself that when life happens to you, you can go back to your storehouse. Mm. So um, it's basically learning that have your storehouse ready. Mm. Take care of people, love people, wherever, whichever walks of life you are mm. in. No one is above you. No one is below you. Um, love everybody and that it's okay to choose Levu. Mm. At, there was a point in my life where I never chose myself. Yeah. And now I'm learning. It's okay to say no. It's good sure. for me. Sure. I think for me, um, one thing I wish I had known about my mental health or mental wellness or my wellness in general I think the whole question of, I mean, going back to what I said earlier on being intentional mm. about it, mm. you know, yeah. that for me, it requires intentionality to yeah. take place for you to be in a space of being well and being healthy. Yeah. Um, and I know you've struggled with a few things like mm. insomnia mm. and all those different things. Horrible. Horrible. 
horrible. I mean, I don't know. There'll be moments where I'm like, how is Lebu still, still, still like operating? I would call Ayanda in the morning. Wanting to cry because I don't have sleep. Mm. I don't have sleep because I am playing every scenario out of my life mm. during the hours where people are sleeping. And there's a point where I can't even play them out anymore. I'm numb. Just going back to that question about mental health and mental wellness, for me, has really been being intentional about yeah. those certain things and having to be intentional about not just the physical, but the emotional. Yeah. And what yeah. does that look like? Therapy is good. Mm. All those different things, you know, mm. reading certain books, mm. not always wanting to read fantasies and mm. fiction, but reading good mm. books that are good for your heart and soul yeah. and make you reflect and think. So for me, that's been something that I've just been really trying to be more intentional about. Yeah. But I think in closing, what would you say to your 25-year-old self? That life is a process. The struggle is necessary. Mm. And everything's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to work out. Mm. I love that. Take it day by day. Yeah. Don't plan for, t- don't plan for tomorrow. Don't, because mm. you don't know what it brings. Live in the moment. Yeah. Live in the moment and let God do the rest. Sure. What would I say? I, s- I would say don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. Be- I would say be kind to yourself. You are just, you give, you're giving it your best. Yeah. Because something that I know, I'm very critical of myself. Um, I'm very hard on myself. Very hard on yourself. Very. I would say um, to my 25-year-old self that, do not be hard on yourself. Sure. Be kind to yourself. You're doing the best that you can. Um, and I think those words maybe would have helped me navigate yeah. better. Yeah. Probably would have helped me with my wellness, mental health, everything. Yeah. Um, because I think that's always the first step of seeing yourself and just being kind to yourself yeah. and being gentle with yourself. Um, that is definitely something. And, and really apologizing. Say, I'm so sorry. So yes. I'm so sorry. And I thought you have to, you yes. should have had your life figured out. You know, I'm yeah. so sorry. I mean, that was four years ago though. Mm. But I'm just saying, just saying, I'm just so sorry. Mm. You know, thinking that you had to have your life figured out. That you actually don't need to have your life figured out at 25. It's okay to learn. It's yeah. okay to make mistakes. I would say so much actually. Mm. Not just like one line. Um, but that everything will come together. together. Like, yes. Because it does, right? It does. It does. It does. It and does. it's the little habits that we do every day that build up to where we are now. Yeah. Sure. Guys, we are officially done with the conversation. Again, it was a conversation. We yeah. were just sharing some of our journeys and navigating different things. And yeah. Thank you so much, friend, for being Thank you here. for having me. As always, yes, I'm good. I could feel elevate. I feel like somebody. Guys, guys. I actually like tried doing somebody. an episode last year. Oh, the audio messed us up. Yeah, but today was God timing. It was a timing thing. Mm, Lebu was timing. the MC. Yeah. I am still so honored and thank you for that. That Shashi. was guys. If you missed that, like equip and elevate, please. The next one. Next one. We please. Coming. Like you'll see her in action next year. You'll I'm see her in action. I'm she in awe amazing. of you. And you speaking about how you need to be gentle with yourself and kind to yourself. You are that person to everybody else. Oh. So you need to exercise it with yourself. The, I think I have never made such a change. Even, even my mom. Like, because that's the person you are to everybody. And 
please exercise it to yourself because we appreciate you and oh. love you and thank you for this platform oh. we learn so much i learn so much i'm always inspired mm. and and i'm definitely elevating in my life because oh. of such platforms and yeah please it. please continue becoming oh friend please. thank you for that's so important bec- to becoming yeah to be coming to be coming because yeah. it's never ending it's yeah. always evolving we are always yeah. on this journey and yeah. that's what's important and i appreciate you so much I guys love you. she i mean you get off the phone with lebo you've just filled with so much joy yeah. and that's yeah. why she radiates and carries yeah. i think yeah. everyone everyone thinks they're good friends level guys yeah. you think she's your best friend but listen <laughs> There are a few people, me, I know where I am in my, in my life. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're like, because <laughs> she really is just that person, that, that, yeah. I wanted to say that, that space. Oh, I'm friend. She herself is that space for you, oh. you know, that safe space. She carries that. Um, and I think that's just it's one of the gifting that God gave you, just carrying that safetyness and that space for people. Um, so I appreciate you. And I, I thank you. you for coming and i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode it was different and i think you heard a lot from me and my journey people yeah. always like we want to hear hey, more from journey. you and i really hope that from my journey or our journey yeah. you will learn something if you're still navigating your 20s or being a young adult outside being your 20s that you are sitting and thinking that oh, i can relate to that yeah. or oh my goodness i went through the same thing yeah. and it just feels like it's another of your f- conversation with another girlfriend wherever yeah. you are so i hope you stay equipped and elevate hey. till we see you next time love it i hope you were equipped and elevated by today's episode thank you so much for tuning in if you loved what you heard please share with others and post about on social media remember to subscribe rate and leave a review to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Ayanda underscore Vanna, and on Twitter, Ayanda Vanna. See you in the next episode.